Welcome, crew, to What Are Your Three, a Channel 3 podcast where we take a member of the Channel 3 community, talk about three games, some honorable mentions, uh, and some other odds and ends to uh, get around some video game conversation. I'm Dan Tucker, as always, with me, El Ray. Tonight, we have a guest who is no stranger to podcasts himself. Uh, we have Brian McGinnis, a.k.a. Laugh at Brian. You can find him at c3.gg slash laugh at Brian. All the links in one spot. Host of Videoizers, host of the Playable Characters podcast. Brian McGinnis, say hi to everybody tonight. Hello. What a smooth intro. One take, you guys. Wink, wink. Yeah, don't worry. This don't worry about that stuff that's going to end. Feel free to stick around for we're going to have our first post credit scene after this episode, sure. I think. Worth it. Chef's kiss. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. This is very exciting. Extra exciting because this one's actually getting recorded on a Monday instead of a Sunday. So everything has been changed. I have oh no God. idea what's going to happen tonight. This is crazy. But uh, with all that, we're going to jump right into this to the number one game on the list. That is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES, the four-point rating on Channel 3. Mm. Uh, there's even an IGN article, not even creator Kevin Eastman can beat that level. Yeah. Brian, tell us about the game. Well, here's the thing. I'm a big, big, big Ninja Turtle fan, uh, still to this day. Since, I've, since I got my first figure, my first Donatello figure in fourth grade, uh, I'm 42 now. So I've always been a fan. And uh, it never waned. It never went away. Turtles are still a thing. There's been a hundred iterations of them. The, the IDW comic series is still going, and it's freaking amazing. So I love that. Like He-Man went away, then it came back, but Turtles never went away. I feel like, and they're still here. So when I got that first Ninja Turtle game, it blew my mind. But also, I knew at the time that it wasn't great, right? But because I played it so much and had to convince myself that it's a great game just because it's the Turtles. You know, they've had plenty of bad games actually since then. But I had to convince myself, and obviously most people would, would pick Turtles 2, which is this far superior Turtles game. I get that. But the first one meant so much to me, and I got so good at it and forced myself to actually beat it. Uh, it, it does hold a special place in my mind. Uh, and, and going back now, okay, if there's random enemies, that, like that fire guy, He's not a turtle. He's not. He's in nothing. He's never been in a turtle comic or cartoon. Nothing. There's a lot of enemies in the game that just aren't lore, you know, for the Ninja Turtles. And they have a billion characters, but they just made up a couple things for the Nintendo game. Um, but I actually love it. I think the music's great. The graphics are really good. And the gameplay, while some things like those couple jumps are annoying, I still think it's actually a very technically a very good game, even though it's got that old school, very hard Ninja, you know, Nintendo difficulty. I was going to say, so. it's not, you, you kept referencing a bad game. It's not a bad game. It's an infuriating, right. it, it is an infuriating yeah. game. And really only for the one level. Because even when you're talking about, you know, say someone were to game genie around that level uh, yeah. or work the way around that, like it, it's not that bad. It's just that one level is notorious for it. And, and because it's like, it's like 15 minutes in, like 10, 15 minutes into the game. Yeah, it's a second it's level, like, okay, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, oh, this is cool. Oh, cool. Bebop, Rocksteady, great. And, but then you're like, what is this? This is annoying. So I'm going to relate this to kind of like the Battletoad speed tunnel. The Battletoad speed tunnel level is a joke. It's easy for me. 10 times out of 10. Um, give me, give me the, giving the bike level and Battletoads over the bomb level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and plus I, and, and I, I beat that 10 out of 10 times. I think it's easy. The later levels of Battletoads are hilariously impossible. I, I am one of the few. I'm proud I beat that uh, game 
uh, without Game Genie on Thanksgiving one day at my family's house. So I beat Battletoads, never again. But I remember playing it, and I've watched people play it, and I've played it since with like cheats on. And I'm like, even with unlimited energy, this game is freaking hard. So the sewer level, like, you know, the uh, diffusing the bombs and turtles, it's hard and annoying. But the later stuff is equally as hard, if not harder, I think. You know, but people never made it to those levels, I think, so they don't even know that there's more chaos to come. You got to get the scrolls, you got to get the, the the rope bridge nonsense and the, the maze, technodrome, all that stuff. It's hard. So it, it was frustrating because you want to just have fun playing a turtle game. But then they're like, who made this so friggin' hard? It's for kids, for Pete's sake, you know? So that, that's how I feel about that. Ninja, Ninja Turtles. I don't, I don't think NES. I, say, I don't think NES games really like knew like the, the capabilities of children because they're like there's so many that just notoriously hard. I mean, even you go today and you're like, there's there's two buttons, and, yeah. and I'm struggling to get through this right now. So I play on a lot of my handhelds, my Ambernic uh, emulator devices. And I'm plowing through the Mega Man's right now. Um, I'd be like two, three, and four as a kid, and one, but you know, only once or twice each, if that. But now I'm playing through them all with infinite lives, infinite energy, and they're still hard. But I'm like, I just want to enjoy the game. I don't have time for this. Again, I'm 42. I got kids. I just want to enjoy this game. I want to see the ending and just say, yeah, I beat Battle uh, Mega Man Six. Sure. Who cares if his cheats were on? But yeah, these games, some of them, that, that old school Nintendo difficulty was just brutal. Some of these things, absolutely brutal. Two I can't do it anymore. One, the Konami yeah. code was invented for a reason, and it wasn't for boredom. Mm-hmm. It was so the developers could actually play the game. <laughs> That's yeah. what you have to remember, first of all. The other thing I was going to say, too, Ninja Turtles is not the most lore-breaking game I could think of. The thing that immediately popped in mind is that E.T. game for Atari. Yep. Like ET is running around shooting things with lasers. Like, hey, that Ninja Turtles fire guy, no problem. They can they can yeah. retcon that in there somewhere, but not I, not. I, 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 I had that game for my Atari when I was three and four years old. I had the Atari game for ET, and uh, I remember hating it then. <laughs> um, I told I totally understand the story. That game didn't single handedly kill the industry. It was hundreds of terrible games before that. That, But that was like the final straw, you know? But yeah, it's not a good game. And the guy had five weeks to make it. It's a great game if you look at it that way. You know, I, I couldn't do that in five weeks. But um, that was the problem with it, yeah. There's a great silly show if you, I don't even know where you can find it anymore called Code Monkeys. And they had mm-hmm. an episode about that where they basically just said like, oh, let's make this movie for the Steven, uh, this game for the Steven Spielberg movie. No idea what E.T.'s. Oh, it's an alien invasion movie. That, that's what it is. And that's how they that's how they came up with well, it before they had to bury the thing. So worth finding I, I if you can like, find that episode. I think Showtime or something did a documentary about it. It was called um, Game Over, Atari, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was, how, even, they, that was it, how they found wherever it was, like whatever the warehouse was. Or, you know, I know it's like landfill. legendary it was, landfill. It was, yeah. Yeah, and that was true. That was in New Mexico, Arizona. That was true. Uh, they buried them. But that was an excellent documentary about that story. If you don't know the ET story, I mean, most people, I think, have the wrong, um, you know, ideas about it because of what we heard. But there is a really interesting story. And the guy who made it is still like, I think Scott Warshaw, is that his name? He's still like proud of it because like he had five weeks to, to make this thing. To bang that to, out, yeah. Yes, to coincide with the movie premiere. So it was wasn't easy to do, but he was like he took he took the challenge. I was like, I'll do it. Let, let's continue down the difficulty streak. I say kind of jokingly. Let's go to the, yeah. the uh, let's snap the rubber band back. Let's talk about Stardew Valley. Four point four rating mm. from the crew. A lot of lists. This one's mm. on Brian. It's on a lot of favorite lists. It's on mm. multiple purchase lists. Talk to us. Yeah. What, what brought us to Stardew Valley? So I've never played farming games or anything like that ever. Never even considered it. Right. So I remember just one day. On like Amazon or Best Buy, it said Stardew Valley 
you know, complete or whatever, uh, complete edition for like 15 bucks. And the game's only 15 bucks ever anyway. So I was like, and I, I like collecting just collector's editions just for no reason, even on games I never played. So I looked up a couple reviews and most of the reviews were like, this game will actually blow your mind with how good it is. And I read a couple things. I'm like, how it's this? Uh, it looks, you know, I, I like the art, the retro art type of thing. So I was like, all right, whatever. Got it. I think I didn't play for months, you know? And then, um, Put it in one day and I was like, okay, this is fine. Played it for a couple hours and that was it. And then a couple friends, you know, just like a year later, probably just like, oh, I've played this game, started to value. I'm like, oh, I have that. I didn't really like it. Like, try it again and just really focus on what you're doing in the beginning. Went back to it and then, you know, 150 hours later, it's like I, I couldn't get enough of it because the guy, I read the story about the guy, is one guy, Concerned Ape. That's, his, that's what he goes by. He made the game. His name's Eric Barone. He made the game by himself. He said it was going to take him six months. Took him like six years. Um, him and his wife were like, you know, scrounging money just so he can uh, finish this game. And once I read that, I was like, I had no, t- you know, way more respect for the game. Went back and it starts off, yes, it's just a farming game, relationships with the townsfolk, all that, all that stuff. But holy cow. There's so much more to that game than you think. Um, and you may not even know it until 10, 15, 20, 50 hours later, you're still unlocking little side paths or not really quests, but just little things that he put in that game and make you go off and stop doing what you were focusing on and then go back to it a few days later because there's so much freaking content in this $15 game. Now it's like usually eight bucks on sale. But I always say if I had one game the rest of my life, it would probably be that because it never ends and it's always different, I feel like. And there's always something to do. There's never... Like, Animal Crossing kind of gets boring. And it's similar to that in a way. But there's nothing... Like, it, there's always something happening in Stardew Valley. And I don't know how he did it. I can't wait for his next game. But it's such an incredible feat what with uh, what he did. I know it looks like a really weird farm sim game. But there's so much more to it than that. And I think everybody should try it. And I totally get if people give up after an hour or two. I totally get that. I'm always like, just give it like 60 more hours. <laughs> Just put in a hundred more hours. I promise you'll love the game. You know, there's so much to, 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 to find and figure out. Ray's probably trying to figure out while you were talking about that. It really got me thinking. It's probably a quest we have to look at for the future. What's a game you had to go back to and start again. You know, one that just like didn't click the first time. I'm impressed you went back to it, right? That there's just some games so that you get to and you're like, nope, yeah. it's, it's going in the pit of misery. And I'll, oh, I'll tell you, yep. I'll get to you someday, but no, you were just going to sit there and collect dust digitally or physically, but that's impressive. actually. I got plenty of those. And yeah, I'm so happy I did because because I and I, I double dipped. I got on the Switch, then I got on the PS4 edition, and I was just like, it's so great in the Switch too, just playing it on the go. And it's just like there's so much to do and different ways to go. There's because there's no it never says this is what you have to do next. Ever. It never says that. You know? And there's 50 things you could do next. It's not an overwhelming amount of things. And there's nothing urgent. There's nothing like you gotta do this before this happens. Nope. Obviously, the the seasons change, and like you, know, you got to grow your yams, and you know, different than your friggin' sunflowers. I get that, but there's a lot to do. Never urgent. Never prioritize anything over anything else. Whatever you want to focus on, do it. The first playthrough I did like 100 hours on the Switch. I never got married. Never never made friends with anybody. I was so focused on like mining and building my farm. And then the next time I played on the PS4, I was like, I'm gonna focus on trying to friggin' marry somebody finally. And that opens up tons of new stuff also and it's like this is amazing like this is so great the amount of content for that little game from one guy is mind-blowing i think that's what's so cool about it so let's uh let's take a little segue here we're gonna go over speaking to the playstation let's talk about your third game here which a a reboot sequel kind of the the franchise seemed like it was dead back comes in god of war 4.0 4.8 rating 
from the crew on Channel 3. If it was not for Spider-Man's existence, I would call it the generational goat for the PlayStation 4. And the last thing I'll say before I kick it to you, just when you look at the lists on Channel 4, it's on recommended lists. It's on favorite lists. It's on a bunch of Mount Rushmore's, too. I mean, this is a this is a top four game for some people that, I, I mean, again, by the time you get to God of War 3, it's just like, okay, we get it. I, I was kind of done with it. And then you came back in and not only not only did they just change the gameplay, I'll, I'll shut up and let you take over. Then I'll I'll, I'll add something if I have to, but I'm, I, I got to shut up now. What a-hole gave that less than five stars? That's what I want to know. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we've I've had that question for a couple games. So I'm just I'm gonna make an assumption on this. Episode <laughs> I will just say, Brian, episode five has yet to drop, but I did yeah. go off on a tirade that I did leave in about I, I believe I've declared an enemy of the podcast, and I'm I'm looking up now to see if the enemy of the podcast is in fact Joel, responsible right? for this. Uh is it Joel's tree. No Joel's trying to stir the pot. <laughs> it wasn't Joel this time. Joel was a different one though. I mean yeah. Mario three or something like that. Yes. Joel's like, yeah, this is a one star game, whatever. <laughs> he three um, he three starred uh, the original Super Mario Brothers. That was what we went after Joel for uh in an episode. <laughs> we went after him for that. It, if that came out today, sure, three stars. But back then, a hundred stars, you know. Um God of War, when I first played that for PS2, my head exploded. Um, the first one. I was like, this is I've never played something like this. This is awesome. This is really cool. Yeah, it gets a little repetitive with the you know the uh, button mash and whatever. Uh, I thought the character was awesome. I thought the story was awesome. I've never seen a scale that before of a game on a PS2. I thought it was just like this is this is bad, you know. Um, and I loved every every one every out of war game. I mean, I know people after three or Ascension wasn't that good, but I still enjoyed those a lot. Um, the PSP ones are incredible. A lot of people don't know. And it was on they they re, they really re-released those on a PS3 uh, compilation. I think the PSP has two games, and they're friggin' good. Like for a PSP game, they're really really good. Um, and then when they, I, I I remember when they showed the trailer at E3 uh, for God of War 2018. I guess in like 2016 probably, and the crowd lost their minds. I was at home losing my mind. I was like, yes. Finally, when they finally showed it was Kratos, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is happening finally. And you knew it was going to, but we didn't even know until like, if you watch that trailer, if you go back and look at that trailer, it takes about 40 seconds to realize what, like who it is. Like, you because it's in the dark, you don't know. He's talking, but it doesn't sound like the Kratos from the PS2 and 3. So it was a really cool way they they did that reveal. Uh, Because all you see is Atreus versus son. Then he kind of comes into the light. So, um... I remember when I got that game, UPS was like a day or two late and I was losing my mind. My, all my friends were playing it. I was like, come on! I got it. I think I plowed through it in three days. I beat it. I just couldn't stop playing it. I loved every single thing about it. It was it was difficult some parts, but uh, the trolls or Brock and Sindri, his little buddies that upgrade his axes, those characters are awesome and hysterical. I thought, I think Atreus is the best what do you call it? Like, just companion of any game ever. I think the way he's controlled, the way he's used story everything about it i think he's the best like sidekick in any video game you know because he's actually very effective he's very helpful too so at no point is he come- a bird at no point you're like oh my god none of that never, none of that with him never at some point you want to slap him for being a little jerk you know Boy. but <laughs> yeah but uh, gameplay wise he's awesome and obviously this week the new one is coming out and i'm just i can wednesday i'm just like don't leave me alone i'm gonna be in my room all day just playing this game so i thought the graphics were on un- 
incredible in that game. The gameplay was awesome. It, throwing the axe and retrieving it was so great. When you get the blades back, oh my god, I still get chills thinking about that scene. The very, 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 very final scene of that game when you go back to his house and you know who shows up. If you don't know, it's it. I'm not. It's it's too late for spoiler. When Thor shows up and it's just like what? And you, I, my jaw dropped. So every there's been almost in this series, God of War, the whole series. There's always a moment or two in each game. My jaw just drops. I mean, I think in this on channel three, I put my favorite boss fight was Kronos, God of War three. I think it's just this humongous titan fighting as badass Kratos, and he's just goes nuts and kills this humongous thing, and it's so fun to play. I remember putting that. Put my controller down on the bedroom. My wife's like, what, what happened? I'm like, I think I just played the greatest video game level I'm, I'm ever going to play. I, I couldn't play anymore after, the, after that level. It, was, it, was, it blew my mind how fun it was. So that game, yeah, I think Spider-Man's excellent. And Last of Us is a masterpiece. And it's perfect. God of War is just like, I think it's so friggin' cool. The story, you know they're not. like. For, I think when, when, when a company lifts the review embargo a week before the game comes out nowadays it's kind of rare i feel like some games do it after it's like you know they're confident as all hell is what this game because it's 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 averaging like 95 out of 100 from everybody or perfect tens you know this new one so i can't wait it's even better than the if the new one's even better than the 2018 one we're all in for a treat Uh, i'm rambling on a lot because i just love the game so much but it's i i I just think it's awesome i think the what what they did with the no loading screen thing yeah i was i was gonna call that out too yeah the the tactical jumps they made they disguised it as like walking through the that that realm thing and it's awesome but they the whole game takes place in like 12 hours real time technically you know and the fact that they did that is just like it's 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 amazing it's one journey that they're going on it's not of the course of a couple of years you know um so it's it, it it's it's perfect i think that game is so much fun i hate the valkyries though they're hard the they there's a couple in the game i don't even try i'm just like nope i'm passing you i don't care you can go sleep in your cave forever for all i care yeah god of war is great you don't even realize that loading thing is yeah. there at first like unless you were reading about it yep just suddenly you realize, like, wait a minute, there's no cut that's happening. There's no loading screen. Yep. Like you said, there's stuff happening. You could see, uh-huh. like, if you're looking for it, like, okay, I know where the loading's happening, but they yeah. just sneak it in there. Um, and uh-huh. I, I just have to say, too, you know, you talked about the, the first God of War, and I remember going into uh, into the video store when that came out. I, I was working full time. It was summer. I remember it came out. I walked in. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I have a little disposable income. Let me get a game. Like, oh, you heard of God of War? And I'm like, nah, but let's go for it. And same thing, yeah. like you said. I remember what was it, the first fight where it's not the Kremlin. What is the first fight on the ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the Kremlin. You're the Kraken. You're, you're on the Kraken. boat. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's 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 bananas. It's crazy. Every game starts like that almost. Of God of War. It's just like there's no time to like you know ease into it. I yeah, and I, it. like I I fell off of it, but this this just snapped you right back in. And the fact yeah. they just moved like, okay, well, we killed every god and god adjacent entity uh, through the original games. Like, all right, we're moving over. Shift, <laughs> shift. We're coming for yours next. I love it. It's great. Playable Characters Podcast: Funny Interviews with Real Video Game Characters. Hi, I'm Calvin Cato, and I'm Brian and- McGinnis, and we interview video game characters yes. on our show. We have comedians and actors come on and pretend they're a video game character for. 30 minutes, we talk to them. It's all ad-libbed and improvised and always very funny. Uh, past guests include Bowser, Ms. Pac-Man, Qbert, Princess Peach, and Princess Daisy. Yeah. Yep. You put them in a booth and uh, something short-circuited and I decided that someone was taking too long in the money booth and I hit her with a baseball bat. <laughs> and thus was born Super Smash TV. Ah. Just like that. 
I was being raised by a family of t- of toadstools. Uh, um, oh, how was that? Is that, that seemed like it might be kind of fun? It know. was. It was really. Right it was really fun. Mario stick to plumbing. Okay. Okay. He's a very, from what I hear, a good plumber, a terrible hero. Yeah. So I mean, really bad. And I mean, let's not get started on his whatever he is. Uh, you know. Friend, brother, special friend, I don't know, Luigi, <laughs> whatever they're doing. They're yeah. sure well, they're that's what they're saying. <laughs> that's what they're saying. They're right. saying they're brothers because, you know, in the uh, Italian-American community, <laughs> these people tend to not look yeah. kindly on certain relationships. If you want to know what's going on in your favorite video game character's life, check us out. Playable Characters Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, comes out every Monday. All right, with that, we finished the top three. We're going to move on to the honorable mentions. One to three games that needed to be talked about as well. So the first one is when I think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, this is what I think of. You have the arcade game. So yeah. let's talk about that one. So it, it, it is hard picking your three favorite games. I've played 70,000 games, I feel like. It's hard picking the top three. So it's, it, was, it was fun to try to do this, you know. But uh, the Turtles arcade game, that's my go-to that or NBA Jam, if I see those at a barcade or anything like that, like I'm, I'm just playing it. I have an arcade one-up, which I modified, and Turtles is in that. I have Turtles arcade game in every iteration possible for free at my, ho- at my house, but I will still go put a couple quarters into a TMNT arcade game. It's still, the, I think, the most perfect arcade game ever made. You could argue Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, but for a side-scrolling beat-em-up, got, you know, you got X-Men and you got Simpsons, but Simpsons gets a smidge boring, I think. It's a good game, but Turtles is just, it's, it's awesome. It, I, it runs, it still runs perfectly. Graphics are great. Sound, music, everything about it is just 10 out of 10. I don't know where it falls compared to X-Men, but you brought up The Simpsons. And like There were so many arcade games that were just like, okay, reskin it, run it, yeah. run the Turtles game again. It felt like, or at least run the play again, even if not a direct reskin. So yeah. all those other games you mentioned, I'm like, no, Ninja Turtles is the one that stands on top. And it felt like everybody else was just trying to keep up and, run that play again yeah. with their with their IP for it. And it still looks awesome. Like, X-Men was uh, a game changer for the sixth player. That was just insane. And it was so much fun. And I put them pretty close together, but I think just Turtles, just my love of, the, of them in general. It's still such a great game. It, it It's not dated at all. Like, it looks awesome still. Like, a Simpsons one kind of looks dated, I think, sometimes. But not the Turtles. You, just, you, you, you hear it when you walk in a bar cave, like, there it is, and it's still... It still makes people. It still it still get the biggest the biggest crowd too. Usually, you know, waiting to play. I think. And I agree with you. The graphics too. For whatever reason, the the Ninja Turtles graphics kind of hold their place when the other yeah. thing, right. They look a bit older. Some reason the, the turtles always look good. He nailed it, man. Nailed it. All right. So after that, though, we go to Final Fight. Uh, where does that land? Yeah. As far as one of my favorite arcade games, um, that was when I used to go to the roller rink, the United Skates of America. They called it for uh, birthday parties. I barely I had the skates on because you had to, but I'd, I'd be standing there at the final fight machine with my roller skates on playing as Hagar for the hour and a half of the party was going on. My mom would give me like a buck 50 and be like, make it last. That's how I got good at games. It, my, I, I couldn't get a lot of money for my parents. They would give like a dollar or two. And I had to scrounge quarters from somewhere else if I had any like hidden. But I would have to get really good at these games to make the quarters last. And then back then we know it was impossible because they were so hard on purpose. But I thought final fight with the, with the size of the characters on the screen the different ones. You had Hagar, you had Guy, you had Cody. They were all different. Hagar was always my go-to. I thought he was just the coolest-looking dude. The the pile driver and the and the power bombs you'd give people. 
And it was a hard game, but it was relentless as far as the enemies it threw at you. But it was so much fun playing with with two or three friends on that arcade cabinet. And I loved it. Again, probably some of the best graphics you'll ever see in an arcade game. I still have that. I had that on, on Super Nintendo. played it constantly. I still play it nowadays every now and then. I just think it's such a fun, silly, mindless beat-em-up that, you know, Turtles was a fun type of thing, and Final Fight's just, like, mindless, dumb stupidity. And it, it's the same genre, you know, technically, but um, just an awesome, awesome arcade game for me. A lot of memories on that one. It took me a minute to come out of my uh, fugue state or, or transportation of time when you talked about the skating rink. I could I could sure. smell it. I could uh, I could feel the lighting. I could feel the neon. I could hear the clacking of the uh, the roller skates. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. final final so, fight was a Pizza Hut special for me. Hell yeah, yeah. I um I just went to a my daughter had a birthday party at the United Skates. I grew up at much in Massapequa, Long Island, like about earlier this year. And I haven't been there since I was probably 12. I walk in, I'm like, they did nothing to this place. It's the exact same place. They changed the arcades to like the big Dave and Buster ticket machines, which is unfortunate, but everything else was the same, looked, smelled, felt the same. And the Skatosaurus, the mascot there, same costume, same exact dirty, filthy green dinosaur costume when I was eight years old. Uh, this guy's skating around like good for him, man. But it was the same exact thing. It was hysterical. How yeah. does that place still exist? Takes you back, man. I have no idea, but people go. People go. We're not, we're not going to we're not <laughs> make any guesses about drug fronts here. We're going to move on to game number three. On that note, you mentioned it briefly. You know, we got we got a little bit of an arcade theme here for the honorable mentions. Yeah. NBA Jam. Yeah. That's uh, that's number three here. What's great about Jam? I'm a huge basketball fan in general, but anybody could play Jam and have fun. I have friends that despise sports that are huge gamers, and will still enjoy playing jam it was uh, you didn't need to learn you didn't really need to know anything about basketball it was fun it was loud it was silly with the on fire with the announcer all that stuff made it so cool it had the actual players in it you know and i'm, I'm a huge penny hardaway fanatic my daughter's name is penny because of him so i used to always play use the magic it was great i it, jam still i think probably holds up as the tournament edition a little better obviously because it's a little newer but it was such a groundbreaking fun awesome game when you when you heard that boom shakalaka everything when you walk into the arcade and you see three jam cabinets and they're just crowded people around them you get the on fire the crowd goes crazy like the actual people playing you know it's just, it was such a fun i think experience to have with other people playing jam with random people like I'll go to a barcade with some friends, you know, two on two. Me and my friend play against two random people, and it gets competitive, man. Like I want to win so badly. It's it's it, it's just fun. I think it was a great experience to play that overall. And winning, winning. If you put it all four quarters and you win, you you get to stay on and play again. Heck yeah, that's the best. What what was your go to? So you talked the uh, Orlando Magic. That was the go to squad. Yeah. What was your go to cheat code though? What was the go to mode you'd add to? I didn't care about the cheat codes because I always wanted to just play play as Penny Hardaway. I didn't care about Bill you Clinton. Want, you didn't or, want the big uh, head. Move. You didn't want Penny Hardaway with the big head on the little body. Not they, even that. Every now and every now and then I put the big head mode on, I guess. But overall, I just didn't care. If people wanted to do it, I would do it. But it didn't bother me either way. But when people put the fun characters in, I, I did enjoy that. But I'm like, I'm gonna stick with Penny. Oh, I for, I forgot there was all like you could have like the Bill Clintons and the uh, yeah man they had tons of people yeah, but I'm was... gonna drop fifty with Penny on you so <laughs> they had like Air they had Air Dog they had George, they had George Clinton did they have George Clinton they had yes. um right they had uh Scorpion did they have Will Smith in that one was that the one uh was Will possible. Smith and Jazzy Jeff I, I feel like that heard some game. I feel like that was like the the Funko Pop of that era. Everybody got everybody got into NBA Jam back then. They just had a weird code to put the person in. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of hidden characters there. Yeah, they put the developers in there, you know? This is like random people. It's fun. 
So let's talk about, you've already made a couple of allusions to some future games we're looking forward to. We already went off a little bit about God of War, but let's let's talk about Ragnarok. We're here on uh, what's basically yeah. Ragnarok Eve, the reviews, like you said. I know. They're coming in strong, they're coming in hot, and I am doing my best to avoid spoilers. Uh, so I'm very cautious <clears throat> while coming the news and seeing uh, Ragnarok in there. And uh, yeah. what I do and don't look at is I'm very selective about because I know they've been very sensitive about some of these leaks that have been happening. I, I hate the leaks, man. It, it's just annoying. Like if 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 Last of Us Two got leaked from me, I'd have been so mad because uh, that game took me on the biggest mental mind f of any game I've ever played. Say it louder um, for the people in back, Brian. Last of Us Two, man. If you don't like that game, there's something wrong with you. It's perfect. It it it, it did things nobody's ever, I've never seen in games before. When you switched to Abby, the way it did it, when, when, the way the, the way it did the flashbacks, the way it took you back to Ellie. Oh my god, like and and t- it took me 12 hours of that game. Sorry, there's a little tangent. To cuz I thought Last of Us 1 probably the best game I ever played uh, to that point. It took me like 12 hours. I was like this isn't even as good as the first one. And then obviously what 2 hours in the 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 Joel thing happened. And it, that made me say, "What you knew it was like blue?" But, but I didn't know it was coming. I I, I knew it was I coming. Did, I did. I didn't know. Up about that. That's where I get upset. Like, how could you not tell from the trailers it was coming? People, get over it. I thought it was going to be a mostly Ellie game. I didn't know that was going to happen. The way it happened. Right? Oh yeah, it was. A, it was the, the way it happened. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, I agree. Brutal. Yeah. My God. So so um, what was I going with? Oh yeah. So it took my twelve hours, and I'm like, this isn't even. I mean, it's good, obviously, but it's not as good as the first one. And then something happened. And they did this thing, and I'm like, oh, oh, that was I've never yeah, seen this that's, before in game. That that's very well put by you to avoid spoilers, uh, yeah. but still capture like no, that 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 was very well put. Yeah, and then it happened again. What they did it a little different. I'm like, oh my god, they're doing this again, and it's, and it's working. And then the very f- last part, you're like, the very I hate Ab. Yeah, yeah, you you're like I hate Abby. I want Ellie to win. Then you're like, I think I hate Ellie. I want Abby to win. What is going on? Like the way they did that. The writers, again, I write, I, I do, you know, do, I do a lot of stuff outside, but and it's like, I appreciate that so much to wait to, to make somebody feel that way for a video game. I don't think it's ever been done that well before. A lot of games have the emotional attachment. I get that, but that was just such a hold, a hold on. I, again, that's one of the games you put the control down. When I, when those credits roll, I just sat there for like five minutes thinking about what I just saw. And I'm like, I'm probably never going to play this game ever again because first of all, it was long, but also it was so so good i don't want to ruin like i'll never have this feeling again i think maybe i'll play it in five years i'll forget most of it. i don't know but it was it was so perfectly done every freaking part of that game uh, yeah just kind of you know Ma- master mind. class in empathy that's what i uh yes describe that word. yes yeah um and abby freaking rules if you don't think so go jump off a cliff He's awesome. We're, we're, we're going <laughs> to get our, uh, our our listens up on this one just because of the hot takes on uh, Last of Us 2. It's going to make some people mad. Let's do this! It's perfect. So, God of War Ragnarok, man. Yeah, there, I, I I muted the word Kratos on Twitter just in case. <laughs> you know, I just didn't want anything. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want any any spoilers. I, all I saw was like like the number reviews. I didn't see the. Like, I didn't read anything. I just saw this person gave it a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Great. I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm and I have a friend that works for Laptop Magazine, and she was playing it like three weeks ago. So I messaged her and played. I'm like, what? She goes. I'm like, am I gonna be excited? She goes, you will be excited. I'm like, thank what, you. <laughs> so what a year yeah, for she, for like game of the year game. Like Horizon yeah. Forbidden West is out there, and better than the first one. It got yep. crushed. It got crushed by Elden Ring. I feel like in the 
in the narrative because they were so close together. So you got that, you got Horizon, you got Elden Ring, and you got this coming out. Like what a what a year. What a year. We're so spoiled, man. We really are. And then and then the turtles come back again. The Shredder's Revenge, oh, yeah. the Cowbunga. I mean, there's so much cool stuff. And Inscription, which I'm playing now, Inscription might be my game of the year, to be honest. Like this little weird deck building game, which is blowing my mind at every turn. It's incredible. I, I highly recommend. I keep putting on on channel three, but I, I love it. So yeah, Ragnarok, um, I can't believe it's here. I really can't believe like like a few like two months ago. I'm like, oh my god, that's it's actually in like two months. Like it's coming out. Like like I got it so excited. You're just, like, you're just living your life. I have to not die before Ragnarok comes out. It's right. Like not die right. two more months. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, it's actually here. And then like this month, I'm like, wait, it's actually next week. And now it's like we're here. It's this weekend. I I can't wait. Just put it in. Delete half my hard drive first, of course, my PS5, and then install that game and just see what it. I have no idea anything about it, which I can't. I'm so excited that I have, I'm going in completely blank about no spoilers nothing i hope it picks up exactly where the first one left off it looks like it starts exactly yeah which is great which is great it should so i can't just see what they do and i I, it's i don't i'm i was a little annoyed that i someone i did see that it was like 30 plus hours i'm like i wish it was just like oh i just want to beat it and just have fun with it you know just don't make me collect a bunch of garbage (laughs) yeah but i don't think they do they really didn't because i played the first one yeah and then I, i usually never go back and play replay games a lot i wish i did more but i just don't i remember buying like the uh big thick hard hardcover red strategy guide for god of war 2018 right just to go through and actually i played the game reading this guy just to make sure i didn't miss anything um there's a few things i never even thought about checking it was kind of cool to do that but overall most of the stuff in god of war i feel like you can kind of get to you know maybe good at going off the beaten path a little it was uh, was uh the uncharted series because there's always something around the corner of uncharted like don't go to the main path look look this way for a second and god of war maybe kind of do that so if you think you're going to supposed to go this way just just go left for a second just to see what's over there and what's go find like listening in the corner and uncharted is, it's some statue what is that what is that yeah push triangle for a second you know so it's like you got to see what that is so um i think it's not too far off the beaten path a lot of times in god of war it's pretty quick to get you back on track but a lot of times i will not grind i will just try to i'm big on the story that's why no, no console wars, but I think PlayStation, it's not even close as far as uh, exclusives and the single-player story-driven games. It's not even close. We're, <laughs> we're, we're pulling out of this one. We're not getting Ray riled up. We're not getting anybody. That, I don't want I'll to. talk Last of Us 2 all day. We're pulling out, We're pulling back. I don't want Ray, Ray, Ray wanna, jump in. It, jump in here, will, Ray. Get to the next game. The, 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 the only thing I'm going to say, and then I'll get, we'll get to the next game, is that once again, you know, everyone talks about there's a million and one multiplayer. There's all these free-to-play games, and, huh. you know, we're playing all this all the time. And then you say, well, what's going to be the game of the year? What's going to be one of these three games that were sit down and play by yourself for, you know, 50 hours and dive into a deep story? So I, I'm just happy. It doesn't matter how many multiplayers and this battle pass and this or that. At the end of the day, you're still getting some real high-quality sit-down and, you know, enjoy-a-new-story kind of game. And That's that, true. That makes me happy. There you go, and you know, that, as a as a that that's great because that's what it, that's what it's all about. But I enjoy Call of Duty and Fortnite with friends, but able to sit down and just be with myself and just play a game that's going to make me feel something or go whole holy s a cup. I don't know if you can curse on this podcast a couple times. Like that, I, I want that like holy cow moment, you know. Yeah. And God of War does it. Last of Us does it. Horizon did it a few times, and you know, there's a clear winner of who does that best and who focuses on that. And they, they're, they're both going their different ways. I get that Xbox and PlayStation, we need that. They're, they're both going through this next gen completely different ways. And it's fine, you know? One is better than the other. Who cares? No, I'm just kidding. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's great. Games are great. Who cares? 
Yeah. Ray, mark the edit point for me. God. <laughs> all right. So with all the stories, of course, last future game, you kind of alluded to it. Uh, the Haunted Chocolatier, which is from the makers of Stardew Valley. Yeah, he, he this guy does the littlest teasers ever. And like like just one day early this year, he's like, hey, I'm making a new game called The Haunted, uh, Haunted Chocolatier. Here's a screenshot. And we just went, as fans, like, oh my God, like just went crazy. Because you know? he's still working on Stardew Valley up until recently. He was still putting stuff out. And then he released just like a boss fight screenshot plus the music that went along with it. Again, this guy does every single thing himself. He's the only person making this. And it was such a cool, fun you know, tune. And it was like, it was like, yes, this, this makes sense. This is awesome. So whatever this guy does forever, if he makes games for the next 80 years, I'll be dead. But I'm going to keep buying whatever he does because he proved himself with start of how creative, how um, ambitious he is, I think, and just how determined and dedicated to making a great game. Like there's no, there's no junk or fluff in his game. It's just like... It's polished beyond polish. That's why it took him so long. So the Haunted Chocolatier, it's a ridiculous name. I get that. But it's, it's, it, it seems awesome. It's Stardew-ish. You know, he, said it's, it, he, said, he said it's different enough that it's not going to be like you know, too crazy. We just have to get Ray off of Marvel Snap long enough to give Stardew Valley a shot. Uh, man, I'm doing it too. I'm doing it too. I'm still playing Angry Birds Journeys. Like, I, I, I suck, you know? <laughs> That's my toilet uh, you know, game. That's a whole other. That's a whole other question. We gotta go down the list for some time. What are your top three toilet games? <laughs> hey, so one thing we didn't warn you about: we ask a quest, uh, a question mm. reminder from the Channel Three history, uh, and we ask you to to talk about that one a little bit with us. And the quest we picked for you is to tell mm. us about your biggest win you had in a video game tournament or your favorite tournament you participated in. I don't know if you remember what your response was, uh, or if you've got was- something else that jumps to mind. My local comic shop, when I was like, I don't know, 11, 12, maybe, it had a Neo Geo cabinet, which weren't that common back then. Street Fighter was everywhere. Mortal Kombat was everywhere. I loved playing those. They had this um, Neo Geo cabinet, which had probably like, you know, 50 shmups in it, of course, because Neo Geo is full of shmups and fighting games. They had World Heroes and never played it before. Didn't I had to go on my friend's uh, CompuServe to find the moves, you know, they would dial up uh, Earthlink, whatever it was. I remember, I, I, remember I, I chose Jane or Jan. I don't know how to actually say it. Because I'm a big Chun Li person. So I like being the women fighters. And she had a sword too. So she was kind of bad. I'd go to the comic store probably like three times a week. It was around the block for me. And I started playing and playing. And, they, and the guy was one day was like, hey, we're going to have a little tournament this weekend if you want to join. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I won. And I probably got like a $5 or $10 you know, gift card to the, to the, the comic store. But back then I was like, this is, a, this is amazing. I'm the coolest kid in school right now. I wasn't. But yeah, I felt that way. So, um, World Heroes probably, I mean, I don't know if I've done many tournaments. I wish I did, but that was, that still sticks in my mind as like a pretty cool moment because there was a bunch of people there playing and uh, I remember just whooping ass for everybody. That was fun. All right, so we make it to the, the final question here, which is what is your favorite Channel 3 feature? Now, it doesn't have to be, I always have to explain, it does not need to be an actual technological feature, just the, your favorite part of C3 so far. There's no whiny gamer people on this site you know what i mean oh yes i know yeah (laughs) and say what you want about twitter and facebook and all that stuff like yeah like i you know what's good about those that you can also just follow what you want and you don't see the other 99 percent of the cesspool that this world is yeah i'm just i'm just gonna focus on what i like sports games whatever Mm -hmm. turtles you know but 
This, I haven't, I was, when my friend told me about Channel 3, who knew Joel, I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. What's, you know, but then I was like, oh, well, a few days of using it every day. I'm like, oh, this is kind of, this is pretty cool. There's something here and there's no BS. There's no jerks and fighting, whatever. It's all completely, you know, nudge, nudge, having fun. If there's any uh, trash talking, but all in a good way. And I thought it was a really cool, great idea that, you know, we all hope it just kind of keeps grown and taken off the way it has been but that's probably the coolest thing about it as far as the actual other stuff on the site i when i saw the you could rate the systems and the consoles i was like hell yeah i'm in because I, i've had so many over the years so i started rating all those one day and i was like how much do i like the wii u i want to get yelled at by somebody because i love the wii u it was just seven people bought it it's got the best mario game of all time which is 3d world and yes i said it so it's like but no one played that until the until it just came out on the switch finally Scorching uh, takes, uh, you just keep dropping them. Pretty World's the best game you'll ever play for Mario. Sorry, in fact, it, New Donk City is, is is the best Mario level ever in, in, in Odyssey. New Donk really, City, it really is perfect. But it's the funnest. You, know, you just you, if you don't say that and your face doesn't hurt from smiling, you're crazy. But 3D World, I thought was the most unique, creative, fun, different Mario I've ever played. Yeah, I, I like a lot of that stuff. I do always like just like I'll click a game and just view it or read it and i feel like sometimes i'm like man i'm giving everything five stars i like all this stuff you know but every now and then like you know i do there's just plenty of games i hate as well uh, i just haven't found one on the site maybe it's of a balan wonder world a piece of garbage game <laughs> first game i've ever played everybody should play it because it's the weirdest stupidest worst game of all time balan wonder world that is my final take <laughs> hey i gotta call out you know you're you are the uh, host of triple dare on thursday nights Nine o'clock. Yeah, Eastern. yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's yeah. We, we finished two weeks now. Again, you kind of put a timetable. We do record a little bit in advance just so uh, we have time to kind of fit everything together in case something goes wrong, like you know Ray loses those golden pipes. But yeah, uh, yeah you've done a pretty good job so far. We're enjoying you mixing Thank up three you. games in there, and uh, everybody's basically got an hour and you know play a game you want to play. See if you can get in there, get some experience points, rank up there, and uh, you know I, I like the picture- mix you're putting together too. A picture like supermarket sweep. You're just like, okay, nine o'clock, go. Everybody, everybody just runs and like plays the one of the three games right away. Uh, we got some fun games this week. I'm gonna have some special guests coming up. I know some of the people in Overwatch as the voices, so one of them might be joining me uh, in the next week or two uh, when this comes out. Maybe this week. Wink, wink. So make sure you make sure you play for the Overwatch challenge soon. But um, yeah, we got. We're just trying to think of some fun, you know, unsilly challenges to people and people, you know. I think it's funny seeing people RSVP, like, uh, you know, as soon as we put it up there on the site, people are like, I'm going, I'm going, I can't wait. And it's, it's, a, it's a fun thing to see. And that's a cool thing about this, that the, the camaraderie and just the people wanted to participate in the events and the challenges and just play games together. You know, it's, it's, we had to force ourselves to do that when COVID happened. Like, like again, like we, we'd play just randomly, I think with friends sometimes, but COVID forced, I think, to, to bring back that camaraderie and playing online with friends. And thank God I'm still doing it. It didn't go away, but that kind of jump started again for me to, oh, this is actually really fun. Just get like four or five friends. Let's go online. Let's play a game together. Just have a good time. You know, and that's what Channel 3, I think, is really, really about. My, my RSVP finds me just plotting which game is going to be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just try to figure out, like, all right, what's the strategy got to be? Like Fall Guys yep. this week was like, got to get the Fall Guys first. We know yeah. that's, that's going to be the first one. First one to get a uh, get a crown gets the victory. So everybody just yeah. rushed into that one. It was fun. Uh, yep. Fun how that went. And then we all got beaten down by Mr. Dream or Mike Tyson, depending on whether you had the yeah. uh, the old school yeah. version or not. My, my three punch uh, battle where I, I looked at Mr. Dream and got knocked down six times in three minutes. That was yep. a good time. 
It's so hard still. It's ridiculous how hard. But you had to memorize Especially, that as a kid. It's, it, the problem it's just is a like, pattern. You yeah. you were you were evil because you know you progress when you when you actually fight Mike Tyson or Mr. Dream, you progress mm. through the game and you learn yeah. where the patterns are and everything. No, you were a sadist who just dropped this in and said, go yeah. to the one of the hardest things you could do on the Nintendo and just drop true. in and have fun. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's very true. It's uh, let's man up everybody. See how good you are. Punch out and white white Tyson as we call him. Yeah, the, res- the, the reskinned Mike Tyson. <laughs> All right, with that, we've made it to the end of the episode. And so, I mean, thank you, Brian. You can thank find you, Brian at c3.gg slash laugh at Brian. You can find the yeah. podcast c3.gg slash podcast. And as always, these drop Wednesday mornings at 3.33 a.m. on all the major uh, platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. I am El Ray. Dan Tucker runs this whole thing. Brian McGinnis was our guest today. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. So, uh, if you guys are good, I'm going to take a pause here, and then we'll get started. Channel... Th- uh, God, see, hang on. Musa. <laughs> this is weird. We're not doing this on a Sunday night. I blame Ray. Threw you off. Daylight savings, all that stuff. I get it. That too. I'm Dan Tucker. As always, with me, El Ray. I, usually with me, right? Ray muted himself. I muted myself. All right. I was muting myself to stop in case I have to cough in between. I got to remember to push the button. The best part is like Brian actually does this stuff. And we actually, this is going way better with the exception of the, uh, with the exception of the block Mamba episode where everything just crapped out halfway through and we had to Frankenstein it together. This is the (laughs) worst introduction we've had so far. So really started with, here's a guy who does podcasts all the time. That's what I said while I was muted. You're in our head. Keep it, keep it in. People like again. people like the behind the scenesness of this. Keep it in. Let me, let me try again. All right. So tonight we have a guest who is uh oh, f- me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You Brian, the, the other thing too, like you also have the most comments we have. Like we have our notes page up here. So he's he's also like, you know, going through the notes. You also have the most notes. This is this will have oh. to be like put at the end. <laughs> That's what's going to have to come into this. You also have the, like the oh, most boy. notes of like things you actually do. Uh, so <laughs> I, do I do a lot.